0: Hey loves, thanks for joining me today to talk with you all about what the fuck religious conditioning has to do with anything related to sexual desire or why you don't want it. (laughs) My favorite types of clients are those that come to me to work with their lack of sexual desire because I know that if there's anything that I can help a woman with, it's to either help her have orgasms however she wants or to help her reignite sexual desire and actually want amazing connected sex again. It's because I really know, I really, really get how female sexual repression at an early age plays into the lack of desire or an inability to orgasm however you want when you get older and become a woman. Because most women, they can't put a finger on why they don't care that much about sex or why they don't want it. And they've got their male partners, if they have a male partner, that's like, you know, always wanting it and they don't get it. And I am absolutely not in agreement with people that say men are more sexual than women. I don't believe that at all. I think it's actually just that women have a bit more nuances around their sexual accelerators and breaks than men do. Uh, So in my experience, women are absolutely just as much as sexual as men. It's just that women have been more repressed. Okay. And most men don't know how to awaken. Uh, female sexual desire because they lacked education when they were growing up. They don't know how to take time and they rush into things too much. Okay. But most women think that maybe their lack of desire is because of their, they had kids and now the kids taken all the time and that's their main priority. They think maybe it's because they've been with the same person for years and it's just not, not really exciting anymore that maybe they lack desire because he doesn't do something the way that she needs him to. And she's not going to, Go and explain it for the hundredth time. Uh, They think maybe it's a stage of life. So I get a lot of people that will say, Oh, I'm in menopause, so I don't want sex anymore. And it's the hormonal changes and all this and that. And they think that it's the lack of connection and communication with the partner. Okay, you know, all of those things might be the exact reason that you lack desire. Until I talk to you, I can't really help you determine that. But when I dive deeper with my one on one clients, beneath all of this surface level stuff, what almost always comes up is unconscious conditioning. What I mean by unconscious conditioning is all of the deep familial, religious, and cultural conditioning that their sexuality is supposed to be a certain way and look like this, and they've never even looked at or considered their own beliefs outside of or apart from what they were taught. Sure, our parents are religious teachers all of them probably did their best to raise us to the best of their ability, you know, for what they discovered, what was right and true for them. But uh, we are in a great stage of awakening. We're finding that, you know, what we were raised to believe about sexuality is what has been passed down from patriarchy, okay? From people who want to control women's bodies and from a society that can't seem to embrace feminine power even though it's fucking life depends on it <laughs> chances are whatever religion you were raised with or even if you weren't raised in a religious environment but you were raised with a similar disempowering cultural narrative the point is you were probably raised to believe that your sexuality was a separate part of you that you had to keep this part of you under and key that your sexuality was something that you had to control or to censor to hide or judge It was something that you had to keep in the dark corners and to repress, repress and repress some more.
1: And this was, in
0: my opinion, absolutely intentional from the religious powers that be. It was absolutely the intention intention of patriarchy and religion to repress female sexuality in particular, because you know why? When women's sexual expression is repressed, That means that they lack confidence and they lack power. And that was the whole point. Men didn't want women to be powerful. (laughs) And they knew that if they could take the most powerful thing that a woman contains, her sexuality, then they could never be as powerful as men. If you don't believe me, then you probably want to unfollow this podcast right now. (laughs) That is what happened. And they succeeded big time. So how does your religious conditioning guide? Anything to do with why you don't want sex? Well, let's dive into that. So everything that we experience in relationships, in love, and in sexuality, is imprinted in our deep primal reptilian brain from a very early age. So if you were raised in an ideal sexual society, this could be really hard for you to imagine because we're so far from raising children in an ideal sexual society. I think it's getting better but we've still got so much work to do with this, okay? If we were raised in an ideal sexual society with parents and adults around you that truly celebrated human sexuality and did not shame you for it, Say this fictional ideal sexual society didn't make you feel terrible for masturbating when you were three, or they didn't freak out when you and your friend were comparing each other's vaginas when you were six. (laughs) If you had been raised to celebrate your sexual body parts, to celebrate pleasure, if you've been raised, you know. and celebrated when you first got your period and you were taking through like some amazing welcome ceremony into womanhood instead of being laughed at because you bled through your pants or feeling gross or disgusting because your vagina bled every month. Okay. If you'd been raised with amazing sexual education, that included how to make sex enjoyable. And you'd been taught about your clitoris and you know how to awaken your body and that it took time. And if you'd been taught that Pleasure was your birthright from a very early age, that sex wasn't just for men, sex was absolutely for women too, then you would probably have very few or no sexual hang-ups or issues uh, unless you experienced some sort of sexual trauma. But the fact is none of us were raised in this ideal sexual society and that means that we all got conditioned to believe something about our bodies or sexuality was wrong. Or we just didn't know what we needed to know because no one gave us a proper sexual education. Now, what happens? Because we were raised with negative beliefs about our sexuality, our deep primal brains got the message that if you were to be your fullest, most expressed sexual self, then one of three things, or maybe even all of them, would happen. Okay? You would not be safe you would not get loved, or you would not belong. We got the message that if we were our full sexual selves, then we might get punished, we might get shamed, we might get yelled or screamed at, we might not belong to our religion. And if you are LGBTQ, then I totally feel you. And this is one of the biggest things that pulls on my heart so much is that you know the fact that you can't even be who you are sexually in most religions it 's fucking bullshit, okay, so we might not get the love from our parents, from our religious leaders if we were who we really are sexually. so what happens in response to not feeling safe, not getting loved, and not belonging if we are our full most expressed sexual selves as we shut it down to protect ourselves. Our deep primal brains only care about us getting our most basic needs met. We have to be safe, right? We have to be safe to survive. We have to be loved. Humans cannot survive without some sort of feeling of love, okay? We look at babies. (laughs) Babies have to get love, okay? We need to belong to our people because on the most basic level, if you go back a couple 10,000 years, right? If you lived in a tribal society and you were kicked out of tribe, that means you would probably die. (laughs) And that's the same phenomenon that happens to us even in our more evolved Uh, phase of existence, you know, here in 2019. And to the primal brain with the sole imperative to keep you alive, you end up creating a protective false identity or a subpersonality, or you lose a part of yourself altogether. That's what's called a false self to ensure survival. And this is what, you know, in our outer world results in sexual repression so we repress and then because it's all unconscious we don't understand why we don't desire sex later okay we stuff down the desire we create a story about ourselves that we're just not that sexual or we just don't enjoy sex or we just don't want it that often and at some point we created these false identities these sub personalities or these false selves to ensure our survival And we create the stories to ensure their survival until these stories backfire. (laughs) And this is when the awakening happens, okay? You realize that all of this protection that you created to keep you safe when you were younger isn't helping you out no more. When you get to be in a relationship, you turn 30, and maybe you have a kid or two, and you wonder where your sex drive went. The good news is, it's still in you. You can never really, truly get rid of your sexuality or your sexual desire. It is in you. It just has to be uncovered and rediscovered. And that can totally happen with a trusted guide such as myself. (laughs) So yes, my dear, if you were raised in a conservative religious environment, I can almost guarantee you with 99.9% certainty that your religious conditioning is playing into why you don't desire sex anymore. Yes, there may be some surface level issues that need some tweaking and fine tuning, but when it comes to sex, love, and relationships, our early childhood conditioning plays more of a factor into what we experience as adults than anything else so you can work on all of the surface level shit you can work on communication skills with your partner you can work on you know talking it out with a counselor or even a marriage counselor whatever but until you're diving into the deeper stuff nothing is going to change uh, for the long run okay that's why it's imperative to your sexual health and happiness now as a freaking certifiable adult, to look at your conditioning, to unravel it, to find out what's true for you, to reclaim these lost selves, these lost, these lost parts of us, okay? To integrate these sub-personalities and identities that we once put in place to protect us so that we can be sexually empowered again. Your sexuality and pleasure is your birthright you are a sexual creature with sexual needs and desires and it is never too late to change this and to come into integration with this work this work is for anyone and everyone because it is fucking high time for women to reclaim the most powerful force inside of them which is their sexuality and learn how to use it for good not only for them but for the rest of the world to bring this world back into balance and harmony, because I truly believe that sexually awakened and empowered men and women will save the fucking planet, because it's always the thing that's been made wrong, that's been cast into the shadow, that's the most powerful force, and you can always know how powerful something is by looking at how hard society and religion has tried to repress it. That's why, people. If you've been raised in a conservative religious environment and resonated with everything I just said, or maybe I just blew your fucking mind. <laughs> I want to hear from you. I want you to go ahead to the multi-orgasmic mama.com right now. So mama is spelled M-A-M-A. And I want you to sign up for weekly updates. And once you get my email, I want you to send me a message so you can just hit reply on that first email you get. Send me a message and we can chat about uh, how working on this can help you become more confident free, alive, and powerful. And you can be the most radiant fucking woman in the room because you were made for pleasure. You were made for exquisite sex and connection. And I don't want you wasting another fucking day carrying on living small, playing small, and not shining your most radiant, vibrant light. If you lack sexual desire altogether, then I promise you aren't living your full potential. You have something inside of you that you have made dormant, and it is totally time to let that come out and play. So let's unravel all of that, sweetheart. I will see you in your email inbox and talk with you again next week. Much love, my dear.